All right, welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com, our holiday week special as we get ready for a shortened work week here, and I'm very excited about that. You know who's not excited about a shortened work season, though, is Bob Sosi, the voice of the New England Patriots. He's with us now as he is every single week at this time. Bob, Pat's not going to the playoffs, and we're all going to talk still about the Buffalo game and the Jets game subsequently and who starts at quarterback, and the short-term picture is still there. But long-term stepping back, your overall confidence level that the Patriots can fix this relatively quickly is what? Well, it depends on how you define relatively quickly. And and by a fix, what do you mean? Do you mean a Super Bowl contender within a year or two? A team that is expected to win the division within a year or two? I, I think that they have a lot of areas to address. It starts with the most important position, no doubt. Uh, there's no uh, mystery right now about the ales of the Patriots' offense. Yeah. You begin with the quarterback play. You continue with the lack of production from the tight end spot, the lack of a true number one wide receiver. Then you, you flip it over on defense. Uh, they certainly have a lot to, to address in the front seven in particular and maybe in the secondary, depending on what happens through trades and free agency. And even with some of the apparent strengths of this team, the offensive line, you're going to lose guys potentially to free agency and retirement. You could yep. be looking to replace a couple of starters, maybe more on that offensive line over the next year or two. So the way I look at it, I think there are some pieces. I think if they identify the quarterback in relatively short order and find a guy, and it could be, in fact, a, a couple of guys, one to be a bridge and another drafted and developed, I kind of compare it maybe to the Baltimore Ravens post that 2014 AFC divisional round game against the Patriots when they were out of the playoffs for three years and it looked like they were going to be out of the playoffs for a fourth. We had no longer asked the question whether Joe Flacco was elite. <laughs> and then the Ravens, of course, drafted Lamar Jackson 32nd in 2018 in that first round. And by the end of the season, they kind of reformed their identity. He was the starting quarterback, got them to the playoffs, and they haven't looked back since in terms of being a playoff-caliber team. They were able to find the guy and address a few of the areas because I, I think in this NFL, you don't need – like the Patriots don't, to me, need to strip it bare and do a complete rebuild from soup to nuts. I think this is a team that still has enough young pieces in place where with a quarterback, competent quarterback play, and, and that means a functioning – passing offense a functional yep. passing offense and, and and some of those areas we're talking about front seven and at the skill positions i think this is a team that could very well be back in a playoff contenders role in relatively short order you know cam wasn't perfect yet again on sunday he missed some passes and he had myers open in the end zone and he overshot him etc but you know, Cam didn't fumble the football like Jacoby Myers did, and Cam didn't allow two hundred. Well, he did. Fumble, he, he did. Well, he did fumble it, and the Patriots got a break because the ball hit Christian Wilkins on yes, the leg. That's true. He balance. didn't fumble it like Jacoby Myers though for a turnover. He didn't allow two hundred and fifty rush yards, so it wasn't all his fault either. And the most telling thing to me of all was Kyle Van Noy saying, "We knew we were going to break them." Like teams now sense blood in the water in the way they never have for the Patriots, and. That's maybe one of the most frustrating things of all to me is that the Patriots are getting out Patriots by these other teams. Well, in particular, when you look at what the Dolphins did offensively, less so defensively in that second half, Miami made up its mind as a team that has struggled to run the ball productively. 
not only this season, but really the last couple of years. This was one of the worst rushing offenses in the league last year. Their leading rusher in 2019 was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then at halftime of that game on Sunday, without Mike Gusecki, without Devontae Parker, without Jakeem Grant, very limited in terms of their passing, particularly with two playing quarterback, they just said, we're going to come out and we're going to run the ball. And they did exactly that. There was no mystery to what they were doing. They, you know, they uh, had two backs in Ahmed and Brita who were a handful for the Patriots. And what is concerning about the Pats and the front seven, but I, I also think it, it's something that could be addressed certainly this offseason adequately. But it's it's also kind of a, a broken record. We said it after the Buffalo game. We said it after uh, the Rams game two weeks ago. And we say it after this one. The Patriots could not stop the run. And ultimately, that led to the loss. Miami came out. And and, and Bill Belichick has always said, you know, the sign of a, good, a, a tough football team, you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to stop the run. You got to be able to cover kicks. Well, the Patriots have done two of those three things for the most part. Now, they haven't run it as effectively of late but they haven't been able to stop the run really all season long. When teams have committed to running the ball, I mean, you go back to, I think, week three, the the Raiders, they got away from the run. They did that yeah. themselves. The Broncos ran it effectively. Uh, the Dolphins, as I said yesterday, were just the latest example. Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots. But I want to ask you this. Cam took to Instagram yesterday and said that he wants to be part of the solution in Foxborough. Do you think that was genuine? Is that sincere? Or do you think he's just saying the right thing because he feels like he has to say that? Or is he just kind of begging for a job at this point? What was your read on that social media posting by Cam? Well, I I have no reason to doubt his sincerity. I don't think he's given any indication this season with his actions or his words to date uh, that those words uh, would be disingenuous and should be perceived that way because of you know what we've heard from the coaches and the players all season long, even uh, through these lean times of late. And you know he's tried to hold himself accountable. It seems to me in every interview that he's had post game or a couple of days after a game or the morning after a game, uh, when he does his local radio show here in Boston, and uh, later in the week, of course, with the conference call or the Zoom conference with local media. To me. You know, he's a guy that probably has very few options, if any, to play. And he's already made it clear this week that he does not plan to retire. I think he's fit into the Patriots culture extremely well in terms of showing up early, leaving late, being a good teammate, being a well-liked teammate, being respected by his teammates, which is perhaps even more important than being liked uh, in that locker room. But, you know, the play... Uh, over the course of the last few weeks, has regressed. I, I've always felt all season long that there was a possibility that he could be the bridge quarterback. And I'm not sure that the door is closed on that yet, even with what yeah. we've seen the last few weeks from this offense struggling as it has. Uh, but I think in his case, you know, I think he he's he, he maybe the best chance in his mind to resurrect his career is here in New England. And Again, it comes down to what are the Patriots' options at the end of this year going into the offseason. I would expect them to try to draft and develop a quarterback. Do they believe that Jarrett Stidham is is adequate as the bridge guy? Do they want Stidham and and, and another quarterback, a veteran, uh, to compete for that bridge role? Do they want a veteran to come in and be that bridge quarterback? Or do they want to retain Cam Newton, again, at a low cost? It all depends on on the money and the terms. And, again, if he wants to continue to play, I don't see based on his play this year other than the fact that he has 
been able to play every game he's been eligible to play, except for the time he was out with COVID, that you know his options may be down to the Patriots and and nobody else. Yeah. If if indeed the Patriots are in the running, I just it's it's hard for me to see another team that passed on him all spring. When you look at uh, the near hundred days that he was out of a job between the time the Panthers released him and the Patriots signed him, another team this offseason saying, "Hey, you know, we're going to take a shot on Cam Newton." Bob, do you think that Cam? I think he's. I'm with you. He said all the right things. He's been a great soldier, and I've loved having him in New England. Tell me your impression. Would he be okay being a backup or competing for a job? Or is that you know he says he won't retire, but I also don't know that. I could see Cam willingly being a backup. You get the sense that that's something he would do just to stay in the NFL. Brady, I, again, I I don't – what have we seen? You know, we haven't seen him in that role, so how do we know? But right. I've heard a lot – you know, look, look, when he signed with the Patriots, a lot of people had a perception of him that ha- has been dispelled by yeah. his actions and the testimony of his teammates and coaches. Now there were certainly some things that happened while he was with Carolina, and he's 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 talked about at times his immaturity uh, with the Panthers. And when you, he had there was one in in in, in, in particular, there was one uh, situation where I think in a in a midweek press availability, yeah. a female reporter asked him a question about a, a wide receiver and route running, and 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 Cam patronized her and and, and you know lost it. I think he lost a, an endorsement deal, a national endorsement deal. Yeah over that uh, but when you looked at what the pa- panther teammates said about him and when you talked to media down there people that covered him from the very start of his career uh, what you heard is that he was a great teammate and that you know what he didn't like to do local media interviews but other than that he was really great in the community good with kids teammates liked him a lot uh, so you know he came here and a lot of people wondered how's he going to fit in with the patriots culture well he's fit in extremely well to this point but we haven't seen him in that backup role what we did see when Jarrett Stidham went in and threw a touchdown pass, granted in a lopsided win, the camp started, he was very happy for the other quarterback. That may not be the case next year when he, you know, if he's in that role back with the Patriots or even the next couple of weeks, if he finds himself in that position, either in game 16 or game seven, uh, week 16 or week 17. But, you know, again, I can only go by what I've heard and seen to this point this season. And, and I'm not in a position to say, well, he'd be a terrible teammate if he doesn't win the starter's job. And so I think you know, Bill Belichick's going to be honest with Cam Newton at the end of this season, uh, whether he comes back as a Patriot or not. Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots. Hard to believe we're not talking Patriots playoff preview. I've got to become mock draft guy this offseason, which is somebody I don't want to become. I'd rather be AFC championship preview guy. But uh, Bob Sosi, he's called every game for the last couple of weeks on WDEV, and you can check them out Monday night against the Bills as well. Bob, we have uh, we want to be the first to wish you a great holiday, and uh, hopefully Santa brings you everything that you and your family want. <laughs> well, well, Santa didn't deliver on, on uh, at least uh, the, the football part <laughs> of my wish list this year, but you know we have gotten the season in today. We're grateful for that, Brady, and, and grateful for the time to be with you and, and, of course, on WDEV. want to wish you and yours and all of your listeners and theirs a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy holidays to everybody.